0: The blast from our past network. When
1: I was little, my father was famous. He was the greatest samurai in the empire, and he was the shogun's decapitator. He cut off the heads of 131 lords for the shogun. was a bad time
0: for the Empire the Shogun just stayed inside his castle and he never came out people said his brain was infected by devils and that he is rotting with
1: evil Talking Back.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. This week, we are covering the samurai action adventure movie Shogun Assassin. Dean, you're here as well. Welcome. What's up? Hey, I'm here as
1: well. Uh, Just ready to go. It's a hot one feeling great uh, i sweating a bit already even though we're a couple seconds in and uh yeah just just ready
0: to go nice you feel like cutting some heads off
1: i feel like cutting some heads off i kind of feel like you pushing me around in a little cart a bit
0: oh yeah that's fun i feel like going on a journey with you and you pushing me around in a cart that'd be fun those are all things that this movie will make you feel yeah <laughs> yeah uh what did you think dean or maybe not what did you think, because we'll get to that. But did you like it? Okay. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. I did like it. You like it. everything. It's incredible. You like everything. No, no, no. But it's incredible. I hope to one day find something you don't like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, They're out there. They're out there.
0: <laughs> we should cover something you don't like. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it should just
1: be a specific episode. I pick it. It's just something I don't like. And we can just, then, then everyone can see they are out there and I can explain yeah. why. Yeah, exactly. You can get a little more insight into my mind.
0: Yeah, cool. I have no idea how I came across this movie. I just know that um, I watched it on VHS because I have a dubbed copy that I um copied for myself. I don't know if I re- okay. I don't know if I rented this movie or if I bro- borrowed it from somebody um but clearly I remember seeing it and just being completely blown away. And yeah, I wouldn't have seen it until early 2000s. Okay. Wow. So it comes out in 19 19- It's like an 80.
1: 80, right. Yeah, it comes out in 80. And I mean you you probably have some of this Tim, but it came out before that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it sure did. It sure yeah. did.
1: Yeah, so, so I obviously never heard of this movie, Um, didn't know what it was. Within five minutes of the movie, I knew exactly what it was. Okay, go on. Because, because I know of the comic.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So when we were, when I was five minutes in, I'm like, this is a lot like that comic, right? Lone Wolf and Cub, and then they call them Lone Wolf, and I'm like,
0: I'm right, (laughs) it is that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the movie is based on a manga series from 1970 titled Lone Wolf and Cub. I feel like people know about that comic. I, I feel like that, yeah, that's it's a big one. popular enough that people know. I have the first volume or first like couple volumes. I haven't read it, but um, definitely yeah, definitely on the list. Uh, yeah. it
1: was written. It's been, it's been on my list for a while because, uh, our friend of the show and past guest, uh, Patrick Hess loves it. Okay. So it's been on, it's been on my radar for a long time. Cause I know I, I, lo- I love the stuff he loves. So, um, yeah, I've been wanting
0: to read it. Cool. Shout out to Patrick. Uh, now it was written by a prolific Japanese manga writer, Kazuo Koiki. And he had a lot of influence on the international growth of manga with books like this one, Lone Wolf and Cub, uh, a book called Lady Snowblood, and a book called Crying Freeman. And, Dean, he also wrote Hulk the Manga in 1970, which I must find and must read. Sounds good, Tim. Hulk the Manga? Hulk the Manga? Sounds pretty great. I saw great. a picture of it. I, I need it. I need it. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't find it, though. Ugh, Tough find. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah eBay. I have to go searching for that one. Deep. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't check eBay. You know, if you have to check eBay for something because you can't find it anywhere else, it's not going to be a pretty price.
1: It's not going yeah, to be it's a not disgusting be good looking price. Yeah. yeah. There used to be a time where you'd go to eBay first. You'd go to eBay for everything. But yeah. now if you have to go to eBay, it's it's sad. It's going
0: yeah, to be a bad price. Yeah. Now it's like um, $75 for this comic book and $50 for shipping. Why is shipping so much now? Shipping used to be like a right. dollar or two dollars. Now it's like, autom- it's automatically the cheapest you can get is like 30 bucks shipping. What?
1: Yeah. You ship, you shipping it page by page
0: to me? Yeah. What, 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 what? 50 bucks? Like, just ask for more money. Like, don't, don't pull this thing like it costs that much <laughs> just to sell ship. It for
1: more money, man. <laughs> I'd rather
0: you just sell it for double the price and yeah. then the shipping's free. I just, I don't know. I don't want to pay that much for shipping. That's wild. That's funny because if it was like $125 and shipping was two bucks, you'd be like,
1: yeah, sure. I might consider it. Yeah. But 50. I'm not paying the exact amount in shipping.
0: 50 for the item, 50 for shipping?
1: No way. No thanks. Guess I'll look somewhere else.
0: Now, Dean Lone Wolf and Cub chronicles the story of Ogami, who's the shogun's executioner, but he's disgraced by false accusations and forced to take the path of an assassin along with his three year old son, Daigoro. Lone Wolf and Cub was inspired by the legend of Sigurd, who is a character that was made invulnerable by bathing in dragon's blood, except for a part of his back. And Mm. that is shielded by a leaf. And that is how he retains his mortality. And this is how Koiki came up with the idea for the child. It would like Ah, be the the morality, or sorry, not the morality, the mortality of the samurai. So very cool Mm. idea. Um, that Sigurd yeah. story sounds really neat.
1: It does. Yeah, for sure.
0: So, Lone Wolf and Cub would be turned into a movie franchise in 1972 with six films in two years. And for my money, Dean, these are some of the coolest movie names you will find. You've got I agree, Tim. Sword of Vengeance, Baby Cart at the River Styx, Lightning Swords of Death. Slashing blades of carnage, five fistfuls of gold, and cold road to hell. Sounds great. I don't know a franchise that had better names than that. no, I like uh, the baby cart one yep i any anything r- river sticks is I just yeah. is amazing yeah, yeah. I um have a a couple toys from an old toy line. um y- you know what I'm talking about the two headed dragon and the rider, yeah. They're from a toy line called uh, Dragon Riders of the Sticks. Ah, cool. Such a cool toy line name. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So Shogun Assassin, Dean, as you were alluding to, is a compilation of scenes from Sword of Vengeance and Baby Cart at the River Styx. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I found that out after
1: because... After I wanted to see if it was actually Lone Wolf and Cub because I just I didn't know for sure, but I was like, it's got to be, yeah, uh, because they're calling him Lone Wolf in the movie, and I thought that before they even started that, so it's got to be. So I looked it up after, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. It's uh, there's like eleven minutes or something from the first movie, and then uh, the rest uh, is cut from the second movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's better to see see the movie first and then realize what it was after. It makes it makes the for movie sure. that yeah. much better. Yeah, because there's no way you can tell that this is just a re edit of a couple movies there's no way you could tell it's amazing
1: no it definitely felt like a comic book though oh yeah it was like it definitely felt like a comic book story where you know it was uh they kind of left it you know open-ended like there's like a gonna be another volume coming you know something like that so um i i did i did feel the comic story but it never really felt like it wasn't supposed like it was from two comic no. stories you know it it really felt like it was
0: one story yeah the American rights for the film were uh, acquired by a Robert Houston for fifty grand, and he put together a team to help him create Shogun Assassin. So they would obviously re-edit the footage, they add a new score, and they add an English dub. Cool. It was released in theaters as a low-budget grindhouse film before being distributed on VHS by New World Pictures. Now, while there's no financial like, numbers and information available for the movie... New World Pictures founder Roger Corman, he did say on record that the movie was a money maker, so okay, it, it yeah, it made them cash, so that's good. Cool, and Dean, you can see a couple yeah. clips from Shogun Assassin being played in Kill Bill Volume Two. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I felt
1: like that was definitely an influence on uh, on Kill Bill, or at least that style of.
0: Oh yeah, style of movie. Yeah, this yeah. this style, the style of, um, basically a sword slashes a guy and blood sprays everywhere, and yeah, like, like a sprinkler. Yeah, like the water line in your house has burst. Yeah, has burst. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's why this movie was so shocking to me. Even when I saw it, you know, when I did, it was, you know however long after it came out, but I can't even imagine seeing this in the 80s. This would have like terrified me. This would have been way too much. Way too much.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This would have destroyed me, Tim. I I think I was only ready for it like this week. I was finally ready for this movie this week.
0: You talk about (laughs) movies like Alien and Predator and Jaws and seeing those types of movies when you're a kid. This is different. This would have have destroyed you. Yeah, for sure. So we start off to the narration of the child de goro and this really set the tone of the entire movie for me it's a great opening um and while the narration is happening we're watching most of what's being narrated on screen
1: yeah and and tim um because at this point i checked uh with the movie um I, i was watching a copy that you lent me of your dvd is there a sub option i don't think so i couldn't find one there's only the dub
0: option right there's only the dub now, for, yeah, okay, for okay. some reason, I thought I had watched a subbed version, but yeah, because but, I, I mean, I, I never got the chance to check my VHS. I have still have it on VHS. Uh, maybe yeah. that's something we can cover on the wrap up show I can double check. but sure when I did when I got the DVD, I, I ordered it, oh goodness, I actually ordered this on eBay. Um, oh, boy. shipping was actually reasonable, but still. Okay. Um, Wasn't they weren't they weren't charging a lot for this movie? It was like fifteen bucks I found it for. So the shipping wasn't all that much. But when I got it, I was um, you know sad to see that it was dubbed because I remembered it not being dubbed. But then doing some research for the show, yeah, it doesn't sound like there is um, a subbed version. It seems like they what this movie is is you know like the re edit for America, and of course it's dubbed. So I don't think that that exists.
1: Right, yeah, Shogun Assassin is a dubbed movie. Like that's yeah. just what it is. There's no subbed version. Yeah, okay. That's what uh, that's what I thought because I was looking for it. Cause I, I like subs. Um I like dubs when it's anime. Um yeah. but I like I like subs when it's you know when it's people when it's live action. And yeah, there was there is no option. So it just it seemed weird, but uh that it made sense after when I looked into it that it was like the American version. Okay, so it is just dubbed.
0: Yeah, pretty good dub. Yeah. So the Shogun Dean turns on the samurai killing his wife. This doesn't sit well with the samurai. And the movie basically becomes this samurai who's turned to the life of an assassin and his newborn son making their way across the land trying to get to the Shogun for revenge. Fun. Definitely fun. We flash forward to see him walking with his son who's now three years old and is riding in a pushcart. I, just, I, just, I love that idea. It's a really cool idea. He's just pushing his son around in this cart. It's awesome. Uh, then we quickly, Dean, see someone coming to attack them, and we get a taste of what this movie is going to be like as the samurai puts his sword right into one guy's head, like deep yeah. in his head. Deep, yeah. Then spears another guy with a secret bamboo spear. He pulled off the cart, and as we mentioned, blood starts spraying out of him like a hose
1: yeah and the guy who has the sword deep in his head like it's not just they put it deep in his head and then he's gone and off screen and that's it like he's still around with a sword half in his head trying to like still fight and do things right it's it's wild that it's still on the screen that they're still showing me this sword halfway in this guy's head you're like whoa what is going on also how
0: how is that going on yeah for sure uh so the child is still narrating as we go and he says. They go day by day, moving slowly, fighting the silent ninja. Uh, Then we get a bit of um, backstory here. So they flash us back. We see the samurai giving the baby. His his son is a baby, maybe like six months, maybe just learned how to sit up, some age like that. He sits down with the baby. He puts two items in front of him, a sword and a ball. And if the baby chooses the sword, he can join the samurai on his journey. If he chooses the ball, he'll join his mother in death.
1: He's going to kill his kid if he chooses the ball. And the ball, Tim, is so colorful. It's so tempting. It looks, yeah, oh, totally. It looks like... It, it's not fair. It's it's not fair to this baby. <laughs> it looks really
0: playful, the ball. I it really want really to play He it. doesn't know what you're saying. He doesn't <laughs> know the choice he's about to make. He has no idea. Luckily, the kid crawls over and chooses the sword.
1: Yeah, they do a pretty good thing where the kid crawls forward towards, towards the, ball the ball first. Yeah. Then he backs up a bit. Yeah. And then he goes towards the sword. This kid was incredible. I mean, oh, like yeah. that kid's probably different the than th- the kid the that was actually in there. Like the, the three-year-old. Story. The three-year-old is so good in this movie. He's got a great And he's voice. like
0: legitimately two or three years old. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be three years old. And he, yeah, he is. He he might be like four. Like the actor is like three years yeah, the old. Act, and the actor amazing. might be four, maybe five. Maybe. But yeah, uh, yeah. definitely young. Yeah. You don't get child acting like that anymore. No, he's he's incredible. Although no, I I I shouldn't rip on child actors anymore because there are are actually quite a few really good child actors now. I feel like the the period of terrible child acting is mostly over. I feel like I feel like we've turned. I a feel new like leaf. the
1: period of terrible child acting is Bloodsport, and
0: that's that that scarred you
1: as as a as a young as a young lad. You were like, I don't like child
0: acting. It wasn't just that, but that definitely helped. Yeah, yeah yeah. with factor. That, that was the guy, that was the guy's acting in Bloodsport. Yeah. Well, it's just the
1: dub. It's the dub on his voice because they're trying to make it sound like he's John Claude Van Dam. It's horrible. I
0: want to also be a fighter like you. That's actually really good. <laughs>
1: that's what it sounds like. Yeah.
0: That's pretty close. Loves those giants. <laughs> <laughs> Loves the Giants. Shout out to the Giants. Any team named the Giants. Yeah, any team names matter. Giants. He's a supporter. <laughs> yeah, he is. We get to see another flashback moment when the Shogun came to the samurai and demanded he face the Shogun's son in battle or die. And if he defeats the Shogun's son in a fair fight, he will win his freedom. That sounds good. Sounds good.
1: Uh, i feel like it's not true because this is a flashback and in the flash forward time he's still on the run so i feel like this this deal is gonna fall through
0: yeah it turned out to be true though we'll get there okay um i love the way the shogun looks he reminds me a oh. bit of Sabretooth. oh yeah and i thought it was really cool he's got
1: he's got very angry eyebrows it's great yeah he... his eyebrows like so they're white and they like
0: Turn upwards. Yeah. they like
1: go straight up. It looks great.
0: Yeah, it looks cool. Cool looking guy. Like he looks like a bit of a savage.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. That the the saber tooth comparison is very uh, very good one because he does look like a savage.
0: Yeah. So we that's how he became the shogun. Mm-hmm, yeah, definitely. If you're gonna be the shogun, you got to have the look. Yeah. Totally. Got to strike fear in people's hearts.
1: Yeah. Lone 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 wolf here doesn't look savage. He like doesn't look like he is intimidating
0: no he's got a bit of weight on him as well yeah he's enjoying the um, rice balls rice balls yeah i was gonna say rice balls (laughs) yeah yeah he he enjoys he enjoys chocolate bars as well oh for sure yeah me too yeah i wouldn't be threatened by him at all no
1: if you that if you saw him so maybe he's like catching people off guard yeah maybe
0: So we get a very, very cool duel, Dean, between the Shogun's son and uh, the samurai in a wheat field. It's beautiful. Cool. Beautiful. Yeah. They run at each other. At the last second, the samurai ducks, and we see his son on his back wearing a reflective piece of metal on his head that blinds the Shogun's son, and the samurai cuts his head clean off. That's great. Clean off. You know what's great? Getting heads cut off, He clean jumped off? into
1: this... He, yeah, his... Well, head clean off, but he jumped into this fight with the kid on his back. Yeah, I know. Like, that just sets the tone. This is... He's going to be using his kid in a lot of these fights. Yeah. And if you're ever just like, what? Why would he get his kid to do that? It's like, he just gets his kid to do everything. Like, his kid was on his back for this deadly fight. pretty cool. And it worked.
0: Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah. Now, back to the present with the son narrating again. He's saying... Anyone can be a ninja, even a pretty lady. You never know who. But sometimes you have to take a chance if you want to have a bath, which I thought was funny. Right. But it was cool because yeah. they just went into like a hotel. They were getting a room so that they could have a bath. Yeah. But he didn't know if the woman who was like checking him in was a ninja and was going was gonna to kill them.
1: And Yeah, because they've been laying low and like living in the bush. Um, but... They, you know, they want to get clean. They want a bath. So it's very dangerous for them even just to go, you know, to this, this inn just because they have no idea. They have no idea who could be an ninja and who could be after them. So everything, he's just trying to kind of lay out that everything is dangerous, even if we want to go in and have a bath, but sometimes it's worth it.
0: Yeah. And this is one of my favorite concepts in the film is that they have to be worried about everyone they encounter. And yeah. this really worked for me as an audience member. Um, I was just really on edge for them anytime they came to a group of people I'm like oh shit what's gonna happen here because are these guys bad like spoiler alert almost everybody he encounters tries to kill him
1: everyone yeah almost every time he like every time he walks upon a group of people I'm like no no it's a trap (laughs) lone wolf no don't do it it's a trap they're not jugglers it's a
0: trap yeah Well, I like that they start to really build the relationship of the father and son here by showing them taking this bath together. Because moments ago, the samurai was willing to kill this boy if he liked balls more than swords. Now he's embraced this life and is really caring for this boy. So it's important that they show us that to build the connection. And very, very cool scene here because while they're in the bath, samurai, he thinks he here's something like something might be off and the music gets like really tense and he grabs like slowly grabs his sword and the camera is tight in on his face. Then the camera does a 360 degree turn. It starts on the samurai then around to his son who he's facing in the tub. And then it goes back around to him. So you essentially get to see the entire room. And you're yeah. you're just, you're looking for any movement. You're looking for anything to happen. But then nothing does. And the music just stops and he puts his sword back down. So it was just, it was them showing us like inside of his head what it must be like. Like yeah. whenever you hear something, if you, if, if the wall cracks, you have to be prepared to fight for your life. And that the intense music that they had, it wasn't even music. It was like a sound, like an intense sound. Um, it just really made it feel like he is zoned in all the time. Like even when he's in the bath, he doesn't get a second off. He has to be on all the time. I I really like that in this movie.
1: Totally. It was, uh, it was an awesome scene. It was awesome. Camera work that 360, uh, like there's been good, like the movie looks good. It's, it's looked good up to this point. The action scenes are, um, you know, they're really cool and they're filmed really well and they look really good, but sometimes you don't really take notice to that when it's action. Um, So here in this just like quiet moment when they do a cool camera 360, you know, trick, I was like, this is awesome. This is actually shot really well. And then I actually start to take more notice later in the action scenes of what the cool things are doing because I know they are thinking about it. I know they are doing things with the camera. Uh, Yeah, so I loved this moment. I thought
0: it was excellent. It's like that typical quiet moment in a movie that you need to like regain your bearings, yeah. but they don't make it quiet because yeah. they're showing you there is no quiet in this guy's life. So we're not going to totally. give any yeah. of it to you. So even in this pleasant moment when everything should be chill, it's not.
1: And even cool though stuff. it was nothing,
0: yeah, it's it was still, nothing. they got to be
1: on edge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just a, like, literally was just a sound. Yeah. So the samurai Dean gets a message from the Shogun that yes, since he won the duel against the shogun's son, he has won his freedom, but not the freedom of his son. And now his son must be killed. So this is why they continue on okay. the path of where they are. Is because okay. it's like the the shogun's like the technicality, like, "Oh, okay, you're fine, right. but we're coming to kill your son."
1: Right. I think I kind of missed that. I knew that they were going to kill the son, but I guess I kind of missed that he's like, you're free, but we're coming after your son. Okay. That makes sense. I I like that. I like that uh, the Shogun's a little sleazeball. But he's also honorable, right? He's like, well, you did earn your He's honorable, but he finds the loophole. Yeah.
0: I didn't say anything about your son. Uh, So we see about 25 of the Shogun's men who are delivering this message on behalf of the Shogun and the samurai just he fucking murders all of them
1: yeah it's wild he looks like he's in a tough spot it's like it's one of those times where you're like okay he's kicked a lot of butt up till now but i guess this is the part where they capture him and then he has to escape right nope he just kicks all their asses
0: 25 guys just kills them all yeah including another one of the shogun's sons and we see that the shogun was like at distance watching it Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He freaked out. Another cool fight, like he's fighting the shogun's son in uh, in like knee deep water. Really, really neat. They do yep. a great it, job with awesome. locations, um, fight locations in this movie. Yeah. Um, another really great scene here. I feel like I'm a broken record with it. This is a great scene. This is a great scene because they they all really are. But another one. They are. Yeah. Where one of the shogun's men is speaking with a clan of female ninja loyal to the shogun and they're very excited to have an opportunity to kill this disloyal samurai. The shogun's man uh, wants them to prove how good they are. So the lead female asks for his strongest man to come forward, and they tell him to try to escape from the room. And he tries to escape, and the female clan basically chop him into pieces There's like ears are flying, fingers are flying, his arm gets chopped off, his legs get chopped off. And then we I think see, his nose gets
1: chopped off. Too. I think there's that's like a bit facial later. Facial pieces coming off. Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. There's
0: a, there's a, something with a nose later.
1: Oh, there's something later. Yeah, but I think also one of them is a nose because one of them I couldn't really tell what it was. I was like, what is that? It's something from the face, I think. And I thought it maybe. I concluded that it was a nose.
0: There was just a pile of body parts on the ground. I mean, a Pile of body parts. Like uh, it's it, crazy. Uh, yeah, it was wild. Um, th- yeah. then this female clown leader just laughs maniacally. She has a great laugh. Ooh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it was. Didn't Tim, didn't you feel like this was an unfair fight,
0: though? Well, it sure, it was unfair, but they, it wasn't supposed had, like, to be eight a on fight. One. They just asked him to try to leave the room. Yeah, but then they all attacked him. They are like, give us your
1: best man. And then he tried to leave the room, and they all attacked him and killed him. I feel like if just one of them should have done it. Just one of them should have attacked him and killed him.
0: Yeah, that would have been fine. But also, Dean... If you're going to go ask for the help of a female ninja clan, don't ask them then to prove that they're good. Like, you, if hey, you're hey, that's asking true. for help, yeah. you already know they're yeah. good. Then you're going to embarrass them and ask them to prove it in their own house? No. No way. True. True.
1: And I like... I like how the guy started to try to escape because he like force jumped to the roof. Like yeah. he had like this super jump. <laughs> yeah. And so you're like, oh, what the fuck? This guy's good. And then they just like totally take him out. Oh, he does they not get any further than that. Destroyed him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, the child is narrating again uh, that when they're on the road, they stop at many temples and pray for the dead. This is where people can find him and pay him to kill for them. So this is cool world building um, where if you want the samurai's help, you just draw a picture of a wolf on a wall and then the samurai in turn will leave you a message or a sign and then you guys will meet in secret. Uh, I thought that was neat.
1: Yeah, it's neat. And this is really where it feels like a comic book because you're not just like lone wolf and cub on the run. Like that's not... If it was just... If it wasn't based on a comic book, I feel like the movie would just be them on the run and trying to survive. But because it's a comic book, it's like there's also other stuff going on. You know, there's more to this world. So you get to this part where it's like, yeah, he can be hired. Also, <laughs> he can be hired to kill kill someone because he's still an assassin. So that's still going to be part of this whole journey in this movie. So it kind of caught me off guard, and I really liked it. I really liked that we were doing that extra stuff.
0: Me too. And I like that the only reason he's doing it, um, well, maybe not the only reason, but. I think the main reason is he needs money, right? Like this is yeah. a world where he still needs money to buy food and, and supplies. So, sure. so I like that they leave that in there, you know, basically for that reason, you know, it's not yeah. some, it's his job. Yeah. It, it's, they want the world to be realistic. It's not just some world where people don't need money and they can just wander, you just wander the, the, the forest um, surviving without it. So I like, I like that they threw it in yeah. there. But also, yeah. I like that it shows that he does have a soft side, right? He's not a—he's not really a villain. He is a hero because he's helping people in need. Yeah, true. The season changes to winter now, and my goodness, did this ever look cool? Like the low quality of the film gave this a real video game like quality. Like,
1: yeah, it true. looked
0: like a video game might look now, um, with like. Really sharp contrast of the white snow and then just like the black, gritty, unclean, unrefined footage. Really, really neat. Yeah, totally. Uh, so the samurai meets up with this group of men who need his help. And the samurai calls himself the lone wolf here. Very cool. Um. So um. henceforth, Dean, I shall call him the lone wolf. Great. He has I've already it, been calling him that. I know you have. He has let us officially know what he wants to be called. So I'll call him that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Now these guys want proof that he is who he claims to be. So without skipping a beat, he launches his sword across the room and it goes through a wall. And I was like, wow, that was cool, man. He is who he says. You see how yeah,
1: fucking hard he
0: threw that sword through the wall?
1: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's
0: him for sure. But then blood starts running down the blade and you see the blade like started kind of going towards the ground, like it's cutting through the wall and then a ninja falls out from behind the wall. Yeah. Awesome. I guess that'll do.
1: I guess that'll be proof. Yeah. Ninja hiding in the wall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice one. Nice one. Wolf.
1: Well, you're hired. (laughs) You're hired. You got the job. You got
0: the job. We also had no one else. You were going to get it regardless, but... Right, yeah. Uh, The Shogun's brother, um, it turns out, Dean is terrorizing these men's village. So that's what they want help with, these guys. They're they're paying paying the wolf to help the Shogun's brother. Um, The Shogun now has also dispatched three men, Dean, called the Masters of Death. And I know you recognize these guys. I know these guys. How much fun was this to see in the movie? This was awesome. The three storms. These guys look exactly like the three storms from Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, Identical. Identical. Carpenter clearly, you know, borrowed from this movie. This is where he got this idea. Um, They've got the giant straw hat. One of them uses a claw to fight. Another one fights with a club with, like, nails sticking out of it. And the third uses nailed fists. And, yeah, they just look great. They look so menacing. And, um, yeah, Lone Wolf has paid 1,000 bars of gold to help.
1: Yeah. It's like that's the entrance of the three storms in Big Trouble in Little China is like they show their different weapons. You know, that's the cool part. It's like, oh, this guy's got this weapon and this guy's got this weapon. So it was awesome not only to see them look exactly the same, but then also them to start describing that they have different weapons and they each use something different. I was like, this is such a cool idea. Um, Like, I love it in Big Trouble in Little China and I absolutely loved it here.
0: What was like, what was your feelings though when you saw these guys Um, and you were like, holy shit, this is Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah, my feelings were Carpenter must love this movie. Like, how excited were you to see them in this film?
1: Oh, yeah, I was so excited to see them. I was actually like, are they going to be, like, how close to the three storms are they going to be is what I started to think. I was like, are they going to have some sort of, like, magical power like the three storms do? Are they going to be able to control anything, like the weather or elements or anything like that? Um, I was very intrigued by them. And uh, I knew that they were going to be kicking ass at some point in this movie because because of what I saw in Big Trouble in Little China. And they they even like fight the same way. I feel like I feel like they were killing people in the same way that they do it in Big Trouble in Little China. Like the movements look so similar.
0: Yeah, they're just like sort of slow and methodical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just kind they're of like slow. plod forward and through people.
1: Yeah, yeah, just through, just yeah, yeah. And they were doing like moves. They did, like, some flips and stuff, too, that was exactly like they do in Big Trouble in Little China. Like, there's no way (laughs) that Carpenter doesn't just love this movie. For
0: sure. Yeah, like, this world that we're in here, there isn't anything supernatural going on. You have maybe heightened, um, like, heightened human abilities. Like, you've already mentioned a guy, like, leaping to the roof. Uh, We see stuff like that but it's not like a magical world so these guys don't have any special like powers like they do in big trouble yeah um i really like carpenter's escalation of that in big trouble giving them all like these magical powers so you know he i thought he improved it in a good way in big trouble they all still have their unique weapons but then on yeah. top of that they each have their own like mystical power that they can use so I mean, yeah. that's why those guys pop so huge in Big Trouble in Little China because, like, totally, these characters in this movie are some of the coolest characters you'll find. Then Carpenter just takes it to a new level with what he does in Big Trouble in Little China, and man, those are those are some of the you know most memorable characters. Absolutely, absolutely agree. Love it. Love John Carpenter. Oh yeah. Great line by the child. He says. When we're on a mission, I keep count of how many ninja my father kills. He says to not keep count, only to pray for their souls. But if I don't keep count, I don't know how many souls to pray for. So I keep count. So far, it's 342. Then we see Lone Wolf and Cub come upon a group of travelers, and three of the women quickly attack him. And we don't even really see what happens, but without missing a beat, the child says, 345. Awesome! <laughs> that was cool. so good. That was cool. Not even showing us no, the kills, so just letting like no. the narration of the child narrate us from 3:42 up to 3:45 in that scene. Really yeah. cool, man. The, like the original filming of this movie, like these two movies that you know became Shogun Assassin. Amazing! Like this is an oh, amazing yeah, totally. original direction. Incredible, yeah. amazing cinematography. I would love to go back and check out all six of. Uh, of that series because man these movies are fun
1: yeah even just how they like how these ninjas are um kind of approach lone wolf like we know we know that this is like always when he's coming upon a group of people we know it's like no they're ninjas and we've definitely seen these these women before so we know they're ninjas but like when they come at him they just like jump at him and there's like these shots of them just kind of like floating through the air jumping at him and it's just so cool like it it just looks like it it looks like he might be in trouble it looks like you know they he he didn't know they were ninjas and now they're just like flying at him basically how high are they jumping you don't even know it's just a shot of them like jumping in the air Looks great. Like I, I love how this movie is shot.
0: They have the coolest sound effects to go along with it. It's like when someone oh, yeah. jumps, it'll be like, doo- <laughs> <laughs> nice. and they'll just be like floating through the air slowly, and then they'll yeah. then they'll get cut in half. It's awesome. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then then
1: he just he cuts them in half because he's so fast and so strong.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it's great. Uh, it's so well put together. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So what you've got here is um, like these three women this is the start of that female clan coming after him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we get several of these scenes in a row of him being attacked by the female ninja until he's eventually caught in a net by the supreme ninja. She, she was the maniacally laughing leader. Yeah. She calls herself the supreme ninja. Trouble. Trouble. You probably don't want to get in, in, in a skirmish with the supreme ninja.
1: Definitely not. Definitely not.
0: So the wolf, though, Dean, he's able to cut himself free. Actually, I want to talk about the net that she catches him in. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's not just a net. It's a net with a bunch of claws on the inside. So as they tighten yeah. it, it's like cutting him. It's cutting into him. Yeah. That's a net. That's, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's net. how you do a net right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So he's able to cut himself free, though. the sword. He cuts through with his sword. Yeah. And they have a face-off. And uh, it's a very slow and technical fight. Like you can tell she is the Supreme Ninja. It's really cool. But before the samurai can kill her, she leaps out of her dress and runs away backwards. This was fucking awesome. It looked so weird, but I loved it. I think all it was was she didn't want to turn her back on him so that she couldn't get killed. So she runs like so fucking fast backwards. And they like, I think they like cut, to the wolf for half a second, then cut back. Yeah. And she's back. way further. She's like way further so than she should be. Yeah. Oh man, it was
1: cool. I think they must've filmed it, her running forward. Totally. And then like rewound it because it is incredible how she's running and how fast she's running. And she just facing him it was wild and they kept cutting back to it like cutting to him and cutting back and she was further and then cutting to him cutting back and she's further honestly tim this is my favorite part in the movie i've never seen anything like this this was just like it, talk about a, m- a moment in the movie when i sat up in my chair and i was like what is going on yeah how am i watching this it looks amazing it looks so weird it looks like my so you know weird. it's like my brain can't really understand it yeah. because of it's just ninja movement you know it's yes. like she it's, it's like showing you how good she is and how fast she is she's Never turned her back on him. And she's just booking it, backpedaling, booking it. It was amazing. I loved it.
0: They just do a really great job with the ninja in this movie. Yeah. How yeah. cool the ninja are. Um, I think I commented, what did we cover, Dean? We covered, was it a Hawkeye run that had ninja? No, it wasn't Hawkeye. Um, what What did we cover? A Marvel run that had a bunch of ninja in it. That were so cool.
1: Yeah, I know. I think it was Hawkeye. It had to be
0: Hawkeye, Wolverine, Punisher, Wolverine. Is it a Wolverine? Oh. I can picture. I don't remember. I can picture it. I think it was Hawkeye. I think it was Hawkeye. Yeah, I can
1: picture it too. But like, yeah, I think it was, I think Hawkeye. It was Hawkeye. I think it was. Yeah, yeah.
0: They, there was one issue where they did the ninja so yeah. well. And I commented yes. in that episode, like, this is how you do ninja. This is incredible. Yeah. Like, they're always, like, black and in the shadows and kind of hidden. And, yeah, same same with this movie. Like, some of the ninja are just kind of, like, hiding in groups of people. So they're not dressed up. Uh, yeah. But then you do get ninja that are, like, in the traditional ninja garb. garb. Um, but I like that some of the ninjas aren't dressed up because the whole idea of being a ninja is just infiltration, right? You yeah. just and you, blending you, in you and you want to blend in, you don't want to be detected. So they dress up in yeah. all black in the nighttime so that they, they can like hide in the shadows, right? Which is what some of them do in the movie. But in the yeah. day what do you do in the daytime? You can't wear your fucking exactly. outfit in the daytime. You have to yeah. just blend in as a normal traveler, a normal person in yeah. a group. And they did that a lot. Uh really, really great. I love the ninja.
1: Yeah love the ninja and and this to bring it back to this backpedaling scene it's like we're watching it in the daylight and this is how a ninja moves you know we're seeing how a ninja moves because it's just daylight right now it's like imagine that in the shadows like imagine moving like that and in the shadows it's so good like i i I just can't even understand the scene i don't even know how they did it but it's so amazing so
0: cool looks so good yeah uh the wolf and cub they're walking through a beautiful forest now dean uh but he starts hearing noises only his finely tuned ears could hear and we get another really good battle and in this battle the ninja are actually able to get his sword away from him which was a first we've never seen yeah. him without his sword but he is pulling knives out of everywhere this this is one of the the best parts here is we get to see that his cart that the kid is in is basically like an arsenal of weapons,
1: totally. He's yeah. pulling
0: like, like pieces of bamboo that just like look like bamboo, but there there's blades on the end. He can like press buttons and spears are sticking out of the front. There's an endless amount of weapons on his cart.
1: Yeah, he can like screw them together to make like a longer weapon. Like it's like the cart is made uh made to be weapons. It's just a weapon. Yeah, when he gets his sword taken away, it's like, I'm worried, you know, because like he hasn't, he hasn't been without his sword. And then he just like, boom, 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 boom. He's got all these weapons. And I'm like, I guess I'm not worried anymore. (laughs) Like, he seems fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Turns out he was just fine. Although he was fine. This was a bit of a tougher battle. He did get injured quite badly. Yeah. He continues walking down the trail after he kills everyone, but eventually just has to find a place to hide. And he passes out. He's out. He's out of it. Uh, Not looking good. No, but great moment because we get to see the child nursing his father back to health, trying to. He's, he's bringing him food and he's bringing him water. Yeah. Um. Really cool. It rules. It rules. The kid found um food at a, a statue offering. Yes, yes. Reminded me a lot of like the statue offerings of Breath of the Wild where you of just you, yeah, sometimes sure. you just kind of see an apple there and, you know, you can take it if you want. Yeah, i take them all the time. Yeah, me too. I was always taking them. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's so great because the child goes to this statue. He knows what it is. He knows it's an offering. And he's just standing there looking at it. And he's contemplating what to do. Right? He doesn't want to steal from this statue. But his father, like, needs food to live. So he takes the food and leaves his shirt. I thought that was so, so cool. Such a great so the, idea.
1: Yeah. Instead of just stealing it, he yep. knows he needs to leave something and he leaves something. And this is where the kid is just like, it's just the kid carrying this movie now. It's it's like, yeah, it's it is. only him on the screen and he is just doing an incredible job He's like three years old or yeah, four years no. old, whatever. And he's doing an incredible job knowing how to look yeah. in these moments, knowing how to look like you're contemplating what to do, how to take the food and, ha- and and then giving your shirt to take it. It's just great.
0: Yeah. Like his shirt way more valuable than this food, but he needs the food. And yeah. he is just as stoic as his father is as a three-year-old. His yeah. physical acting is just on point. He like... Yeah, Totally. Man, you just, you can tell that this kid, you know, this three-year-old in the movie as, as like someone who's been following this samurai father for three years, just has learned a lot from him. And that is just basically how to be quiet, how to just yeah. get shit done and done. how to look like, kind of look very, very confident while you're doing things.
1: Yeah, definitely. Do you want to, do you want to talk about how he brought water to him? Cause that was genius. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Go ahead.
1: So he's, there's a couple, he tries a couple times to scoop water like from the river and carry it in his hands over to his father, but like it goes right through his hands within a couple steps. And he tries like three or four times. And then he has the idea he'll put it in his mouth, like he'll fill his mouth with water, walks over to his dad and like spits the water into his dad's mouth. It was genius. It was so good.
0: That's cool. So the father is getting a little bit better, but still on the mend when the boy hears beautiful singing outside and he's intrigued and he goes Mm -hmm. out to see what it is and we're just like, oh no, don't, don't go, don't go. It's a trap. (laughs) You don't don't just hear beautiful (laughs) singing. Okay. That just doesn't happen. And of course he gets captured. Yeah. They wake the samurai and he sees them holding the boy over a well and they tell him to surrender, but he refuses so they drop the boy and they it's the supreme ninja and some of the shogun's men that's who's there
1: yeah this part's great though because uh he signals to the boy to drop a shoe and the the boy kicks off his sandal and then he listens how far down it it lands so he knows how deep the well is so he knows how many people he can go kill before he has to catch his son that they
0: drop true that's a great point that's a great point to bring up yeah they're so smart yeah yeah, so he does that. So yeah, he like he hears how deep it is. He realizes he's got yeah. a bit of time. Samurai springs into action, kills the entire group of men, and then yeah. steps on the rope just yeah. before the child is fully submerged. You can hear the kids splash in the water a bit. Yeah. But that's it. So then it's the samurai facing off with the supreme ninja, and he's just slowly pulling the boy up out of the well, while right. they're basically just having a staring contest. Yeah, stare down. It was so intense. Like all it you can intense. hear is every time he pulls is just the creaking of the wheel. Like yeah, the pulley. Uh, yeah, it was so intense. And they're just staring at each other. This like this is yeah, you're like he, what's going to happen? Who's going to make a move? Yeah, who's going to make a move? Who's going to do what? And yeah, no, nobody does anything. He just pulls the boy up. Yeah. And and gets the boy. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah, then he just yeah. he just walks away. He's with the boy and he just Takes walks off. away. Yeah. And the child narrates, he says, it was the first time he ever saw his father not kill an enemy. Right. He yeah. says maybe cool. she reminded him of someone. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. And uh that would be his um deceased wife, is who that would possibly remind him of. Yes. So his yes. wife was probably, like, a really, like, powerful, uh, you know, female character. Like, she's probably skilled like him. Because like, yeah, I, I, like, I feel like in... it's not her, her looks that he's referring to. I feel like it's her, like, prowess as... Um, yeah, for sure. A, a, like a ninja, you know?
1: Yeah. Knowing that there's, like, that there's two movies that this was taken from, it makes me feel a little bit better about, like, her character because she was just you know, nothing, you know, she was just killed just to get him going, just to get him on a path. And I feel like maybe there was more to her in a, in a, in a, in the first movie that we weren't getting because this alludes to that, you know, this tells us like, if this woman who's like incredible in this movie, the best Supreme Ninja reminds him of his wife, then, you know, there's something we missed because we didn't see anything from her. So I I do like that knowing that there was two movies there. There's probably some more with her.
0: Yeah. It would be really cool if that first movie, like because only 11 minutes of that first movie, or 12 minutes or whatever, of that first movie are in this movie. Maybe there was a lot yeah. of his wife. Maybe it was kind of like him and his wife yeah. were a powerful duo or something like that. Uh, that yeah. would be fu- that'd be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I'd like to try to find that and check that out because that would make uh, that would make her character a lot better and I-, I would like that.
0: Yeah, check out eBay. It's a great place yeah, I'll to check, start. Yeah, I'll check that out. I'll check it out on eBay. <laughs> now, all of this has been great so far, but we haven't even seen The Masters of Death, Dean. They haven't even really gotten I into know. it. We've just like no, we've casually saw them for a moment. We haven't seen them do anything yet. So uh, it's very exciting as we finally get to see yeah. them start to do some stuff. And they're traveling. They just happen to end up on the same boat as Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. And this was such a funny scene. We just see a random guy on the boat who's mumbling to himself about killing the masters of death. He's just like, under his breath, he's like, know, yeah, these guys don't belong here. These guys, these guys look like trouble. You know, better get rid of these guys before they do something. And like nobody can hear him; he's just mumbling to himself. Then I uh, thought it was just in his mind. It might have, which doesn't really make much
1: sense. But maybe it was. Yeah.
0: But then (laughs) you see a knife just fly past and cuts the tip of his nose off. Yeah. And it was uh, one of the masters of death who apparently has super hearing. And it's just like, yeah, super. You don't want to do that. You 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 You, Better, better. You just leave us alone
1: keep those thoughts to yourself over there. Yeah,
0: you you're thinking too loud.
1: Yeah, and this is after they've taken out like 30 guys on the boat. Yeah, they took out like we already on the seen boat. them kill like 30 guys on the boat, so. Yeah.
0: Oh man, like the claw, like the claw going into guys' heads and the claw is deadly. Ooh, man, the claw's deadly. Yeah, pretty pretty brutal. Um but the masters dean they notice the wolf. They notice him and they kind of uh, mutter to themselves. They say with son, mm. so they know they know that they know who this is,
1: they know, yeah. they know,
0: they know it's him, but they also respect him, so they don't just want to rush into battle. It's not like, oh, there he is, let's go get him. It's like, it's For very sure. like yeah. calculated, like, we, we could yeah. rush this guy and he could kill us, so maybe we shouldn't do that. Meanwhile, the guy whose nose was cut off is feeling a bit embarrassed, I guess, because he decides to set the entire boat on fire. This is weird yeah somebody saw
1: that instead of a barrel of soy sauce it was a barrel of oil yeah so she mentioned that someone must want to set the boat on fire (laughs) and then this guy did it this guy like somehow knew that that there was oil in there and he just like set the boat on fire because he's upset his
0: nose is the tip of his nose is gone that's pretty funny so everybody has to abandon ship uh but the masters of death take a moment to give the wolf a warning Mm. Before they jump off the ship, that he's no match for them, and I yeah. love that the moment it takes them to tell him that was like a moment too long, and they actually all get lit on fire. And when yeah. they're done talking, they have to jump over like overboard, but they're on fire.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah, that's exa- cool. Ex- it is cool and they jump off like they do these like front somersaults this yeah. is what reminded me of big troll and little oh, china totally. when they do the front somersaults to like throw their weapons it was actually pretty cool um there's one moment where it's not too cool and it's just because like i think they just needed to shoot it again and they didn't but it's right when the fire's happening they like all cover their cloaks over their hoods. And then they like are supposed to walk out together. But like one guy doesn't walk. And so the <laughs> other guy, the last guy in the line, bumps right into him. Oh no. <laughs> and then then they start going. It was really
0: How funny. embarrassing.
1: Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing.
0: So the wolf and cub are able to escape. But even in the water, Dean, this is amazing. Even in the water, he's being hunted. As yeah. a ninja attacks him from below, from under the water. Everywhere. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's another female ninja. He disarms her, then swims to shore, pushing the cart and carrying this lady. That would not be easy. No, he's, he's a beast. He's amazing. He's like a master. Yeah. He's beast mode. He is beast mode. Um, yeah. So we get to see the masters of death in a bit more action as this was neat. Someone's hunting them. It's yeah. like a, you know, a Very price cool. on their head and, and a different group yeah. is after them. Uh so the Masters of Death, it's we're in the desert now. And the yeah. Masters of Death are just walking through the desert and they just stop. They know something's up and they look out yeah. on a completely empty, just an empty, you know, desert. There's nothing. Yeah. And not just there's sta- nothing They're now. just standing there. It's dusty. Very dusty. And then twenty guys. <laughs> just pop up out of hidden holes in the sand out of the sand and just start charging at the masters of death and
1: yeah i really like i really like the first one though that the master of death finds before he pops out he, yeah, he, just, he claws just claws, into, claws the sand, into the sand yeah and then the sand just slowly starts turning red yeah, That was cool and then he just yeah. like,
0: pulls the guy out by his head
1: yeah, <laughs> he pulls oh, him up by the like, claws in his head, and he just pulls him out. That's awesome. I like that first one that he finds, and then the you know then all the guys pop out because they know they've been found.
0: Yeah, really, really neat. Great hiding spot, by the way. Hats off, of course. Hats off to just hiding under the sand. Yeah, reminds me of Dune, the Fremen. Yeah, yeah, really. So the Masters of Death obviously just decimate all twenty of these guys in brutal fashion. Brutal fashion. And then they come upon the lone wolf and cub standing in the desert themselves. And it's time, Dean. It's time for a little showdown.
1: It's time. Three on one, but it's
0: time. Three on one. The samurai cuts the dude with the club's head in half. Top down in half. It like reminded me of like the the movie The Thing when that guy, the dog's head opens up in half. Yes, it's like it looked like that. It was wild.
1: I was gonna say it's it's a way that you don't expect. Like when yeah. we say in half, you're picturing the wrong thing. <laughs> Picture <Right>. the dog's <laughs> head down. splitting in half from the thing. Oh, man. That's what happens. So that's wild. how he does it.
0: <laughs> I feel like a lot of people borrowed stuff from this movie. Well, that's another carpenter <laughs> yeah. movie, right? That's another yeah. carpenter. Oh.
1: Fuck, very true. Yeah, because that is it's 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 a total like it it he gets cut and then it slowly just sits Pe- there just on behind peel, the guy yeah, and, and then, just then it peels just the peels product. open yeah. like it it actually just peels his head open totally yeah that is that is definitely i think uh influence for the thing
0: yeah the wolf throws his sword into spike fist who says how could you throw your sword that was cool right i guess you're not allowed to throw your sword but he's He's already dishonored, right? He's no longer a samurai. He's yeah. just an, an assassin now. So that's how he could throw it. But really cool that yeah. there's like something deeper to that.
1: Yeah. And that it's like a surprise attack. You know, there's right. no way this guy would ever think that it happen- yeah, could happen cool. because he wouldn't throw it. So that's why he was like, he gets stabbed with the sword and he's like, how could you do that? Like, you couldn't have done this. Why did you do this? This isn't part of the fight.
0: Yeah. Really neat. Then yeah. the last guy with the claw. He cuts the guy's throat, but just a little bit. And the guy says, Your technique is magnificent. When cut across the neck, a sound like wailing winter winds is heard, they say. I'd always hoped to cut someone like that someday to hear that sound. But to have it happen to my own neck is ridiculous. And then he dies. This line—it's a great this line. It's a great was line. amazing. It's, a, it's the best. It's a line great in the line. Movie.
1: I feel like he's saying now that he can hear the sound because he did, he never did it and he wanted yeah. to always do it and now that he hears the sound, I think he's saying the sound is ridiculous. Oh,
0: I think it's—I think he's saying it's ridiculous that it would happen to him. It happened to him. Yeah. That yeah. he's been wanting to do it for so long, and then the chance he gets to hear it is his because of his own neck has been cut.
1: Yeah. Ridiculous is just such a funny word I know, to choose. It's just, you're it's not expecting Ridiculous. That. I was not expecting him to say ridiculous. He's so
0: frustrated in that moment. He's so mad he's also that he's so listening
1: dead. to this sound of his neck killing, like it was spurting blood, like misty blood, and that he's going to die any second now. He's so mad.
0: So the wolf chases down a group of men here. um I'm not positive of what exactly was going on here because. There's now just another group of men in the desert. I guess the wolf and cub were in the desert going after one group. And masters of death were maybe hunting wolf and cub and then got attacked by another group.
1: So the, so th- this is what happened. The, the masters of death, their, their mission is to bring um, the Shogun's brother to him. To bring okay. the Shogun's brother, and so the people that were attacking the masters were the ones that hired uh, L- Lone Wolf to to kill the kill the masters because they didn't want that Shogun's brother to come because he like destroyed their their town or whatever. So that's who attacked. So the group that sh- uh, that that um, Lone Wolf goes to at the end here is the group that the masters were with. Okay. The group they were escorting they were escorting
0: the Shogun's brother through the desert. Okay, that makes sense. So then. Wolf and Cub and those men were in the desert waiting. The Masters of Death and the Shogun's brother approach, and then the men attack the Masters of Death. Masters of Death kill the men, then encounter the wolf, and the wolf kills them, then goes after the brother, who is just in a small group of men who have like scurried off ahead. Okay,
1: yeah, and they've all, all are already lost their masters. You know, they've already lost yeah. the muscle, so they're just like the easy, the easy ones.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. So the wolf chases down these men. The brother is being carried in a very small box. Dean, it looks very uncomfortable. Doesn't look comfortable. No. Uh, he o- no. orders him to get out, and then kills him. Yeah. And we see the wolf reunite with the cub because in this fight he'd actually pushed the cub far away. Asked him to like, you right. go stand over there. This one might get ugly. Yeah. And then they walk off into the desert together and the cub says, I guess I wish things were different, but a wish is only a wish and the end. Freeze frame, roll
1: credits. Yeah. And that's it. Great. Hour 20, hour 20 movie. Perfect. Lots of stuff happened in that hour 20
0: movie. Yes. Very tight. 80 minute movie. Well, I really liked it. They I, get right to it. I'm a huge fan of the uh 90 minute movie. Yeah. When you can make an 80 minute movie like this, I like it even better because even this better. movie isn't missing anything. They they, no. they tell a great story. Um they just don't have any stuff in here that doesn't fit or doesn't matter. There's no fat.
1: Yeah. It's one of those movies where they just like get to it right away within like two to three minutes. They've already set up everything and you're just going. And I guess because they're taking from a movie that probably has a bit more of that, um, it's very, it feels very tight and it, it. I don't feel lost. Like I know within three minutes what's going on and I know what I'm supposed to feel and I know who I'm supposed to be cheering for. Like it's just uh, very efficient how they set up the movie and then go. I feel like sometimes when they set up a movie that quickly, you could be lost and you could be like... I don't know what we're doing though. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel and who, who, like, who I'm supposed to care about. Care about. But this one, boom, just goes right away.
0: Yeah, like the editing and pacing was uh, a, ma- yeah. a masterclass because uh, totally. you, you very easily could have just at the very beginning shown us all the flashback sequences, like just started it off with all of that stuff and then gotten into his journey. But I feel like it works better when you just slowly give us the flashbacks where, where you can build the characters in that way, because getting the combination of what happened to them in the past and what's happening in the present, I feel like builds the character deeper than watching what happened in the past and then watching them do what they're doing in the present. I, i I like the, you know, I like the, the way that they cut it for that reason. I just felt, I felt more into the characters, more engaged with the characters by slowly learning things about the past.
1: Yeah, and that's and they can seamlessly go between, you know, past and present because you have a three-year-old or like a six-month-old, you know? Like, so whenever we see the kid, we just look to the kid to see what timeline it is, you know? So we know after seeing the kid where we are and when this happens so that's that's really cool that they just have this like visual cue they don't we don't need to get confused by dates we don't need to get like confused by three years ago three years in the future like that kind of thing we just know by looking at the characters which i i always love that's a that's a that's a great way to do it
0: yep agreed right on well hey everybody listening if you'd like to help support our show talking back please check out patreon uh, we've got some tiers over there, some levels you can sign up for as little as $2 a month. You can help us out and we'll toss, um, some episodes your way for that. That is at patreon.com talkingbackpodcast If you'd like, you could also leave us a review on Apple iTunes. That helps more people find our podcast. And you can check us out on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at talkbackpod. And now that this episode's done, don't worry. It's okay. Stay calm. Please head on over to the Blast From Our Past website at bfopnetwork.com and check out one of the other great podcasts in our nostalgia-based network. Lots of great content over there. Dean and I are regular listeners, so check it out. Dean, thank you for joining. Thanks, Tim. That was awesome. Great movie. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello! And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies... And argue about where they belong on our list...
1: And decide you hate us
0: because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal Mm. is a joke. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the episode, everybody. We wanted to let you know, if you'd like to show your support for Talking Back, then please check out our Patreon page, where you can join one of our membership tiers and unlock bonus episodes and more each and every month, or you can check out our page at buymeacoffee.com talkingback talking back, where you can make a one-time donation of any amount, or feel free to leave a positive review for us on iTunes. All three options are great ways to show your support for the show. That's it. We're done.